0: Hi guys, welcome back to my channel. Thank you for tuning back in and coming back to give us a listen. Well, to give me a listen, but with all of my lovely guests. Um, We're just going to dive right into it, the same as we always do. So today, I have a special guest with me. It's my baby sister. Hi. (laughs) Uh, Hello. (laughs) Um, Can you just kind of introduce yourself to my my (laughs) listeners? Um, And just, uh, yeah, tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay. So, hi everyone. Um, My name's Blessing uh i'm 20 i'm in uni right now um i play games a lot like a lot a lot uh what else i play games you eat all the ready salted crisps yeah because ready salt is the best flavor yes but it's the only good flavor what about everybody else get there first no, simply, that's not how it works. Simply get there first. Simply be faster than I am. Preempt your desires. Okay, most of us have jobs and we're out at work. Well, the day. what do you want me to do? What <laughs> do you want me to do about it? I don't know, but I feel like my listeners will be on one side. Guys, Um, this is completely going off piece, but just. Jump over onto my Instagram once you've listened to this, and let me know your thoughts on ready salted crisps and the way that she hogs them in the house. Okay, a whole twenty four multi pack, and you get downstairs and all the ready salt is gone. Anyway, there's other flavors. If you <clears> won't <throat> eat them. Why oh, should babies. anybody else eat them? Because you guys like them. You like ready. You what like else? salt and vinegar. And you I, like cheese and onion yeah. and them. What, what else? What else would you like to tell us about yourself? I um, oh, about I stream anymore. on Twitch. I mean, I haven't streamed in a while, but I'm. Um, I'm coming back, I promise. So follow my Twitch. It's Saj, as in like Mikasa, as in M-I-K-A-S-A, and then DJ, but you don't add the adj. yeah? So it's Mikasa, M-I-K-A-S-A, DJ. Okay. <clears throat> I'll get the spelling of that, and I'll put it in like a post or something for you. Okay, lovely. Um, anything else you'd like to tell us about yourself? Um, I'm... I think everything else I have in my mind. <laughs> oh my days! I think everything else I have in my mind might end up coming up in the conversation as we talk. Okay, wonderful. Yeah. Um, right. Like I said, we're going to dive straight in there. So I'm going to come at with you with like the questions, and okay, then we cool. can just go from there. So, <clears throat> guys, sorry I didn't actually say this episode is based on. The phrase that I think is, I don't know how far it goes back, but um, I, I'm sure that we've all heard it. We've all at some point probably said it or been like it's its just something that floats around. And it is you're not like other girls. So um, my first question to you is, do you remember the first time or one of the first times you heard the term, regardless, regardless of if it was aimed at you or somebody in your vicinity um, and what context it was in? Hmm. I don't know if this was the first time I heard it but I remember like a couple of like big instances where Mm -hmm. I heard it. Um, So this was my first year of uni um, and I must have like this must have been after like a party or whatever and I was chilling with like some of my friends and some new people as well like some friends of friends and we're all talking and stuff and I was talking to someone Um, and they like At some point, I think they asked me, or no, they'd seen my Twitter and I had like this anime header in my Twitter and they were like, oh, what, you watch anime? And I was like, yeah. And then they were like, oh, really? And then like, from that, it was like, oh, you're into anime. So what, do you watch this? Do you watch this? And then they were like, oh, you're not, you're not like other girls. And I was like, why is that shocking? um i feel i feel like that might have been the second instance the first one might have been because um <clears throat> sorry might have been because um i'd someone had heard my music taste and like there's a certain genre of music called drill and i'm quite into it oh god and um <laughs> sorry guys if you'd seen my face the moment she mentioned driller i'm just like no uh, drill darling Dr- what did i say driller <laughs> <laughs> well, so the moment she mentions <laughs> that music genre in quote, um, no, it's a good genre. Okay, that's fine. It's just um, I suppose I'm still getting like my head around it because I know that every music genre has something to say and stuff. I yeah. just I don't know. It just isn't. It's not nice to my ears, right? It's not pleasing for me to like hear, which is weird because I listen to like loads of stuff. But sorry, no, carry on. For a few people, it's like that, um, but I just find it a very like.
1: You know uh, that really music 14. that just gets
0: you like mm, yeah. into the beat and into the random lyrics or whatever. Um, but I must have been singing either like singing along to like a popular song in like drill, mm-hmm. or I was singing along to a song like at a motive, and like that's happened a few times. Like sorry, the, just for oh a mo- oh sorry, a motive is a motive? party. Okay. A motive is a party, a rave. What you yeah, don't call put a rave. That in air quotes. It's, no. It's so, rave people who are like uh, my part of life <laughs> generation, <laughs> um, what we would call like, yeah, like a gathering or a rave or like, shut <laughs> up. Okay, so yeah, go on. Um, yeah, and usually when these when drill songs come on, there's always a mosh pit of some sort Mm -hmm. and usually when the songs come on the girls stay away from the mosh pit Mm -hmm. one because they're not into the music slash two because it's a mosh pit but like those are the times I love going into the middle with them Oh God! (laughs) and everyone's singing and I remember one time one guy was looking at me and then like I saw the look on his face change as I was singing the lyrics and he was like he just kept getting more and more surprised that I knew what was being said (laughs) but because he didn't expect you to know it just because you're a girl yeah not because it's music which is universal no no and didn't think that you would enjoy anime because you're a girl but again it's anime which is universal yeah um it's funny though like i think some of them think it's it's almost um a compliment to say to you slash like they want you to feel as though oh like I look at you differently than I look at like other girls because you're into either the same things that I'm into or you're just into, things or not into the I things don't. that I think girls would be into yeah that's I'm glad you said that because you've actually fed straight into my next question mm. which was literally going to be about the fact that when it's said sometimes it can be said in like a the meaning behind it is supposed to be derogatory and it's supposed to be like cutting, mm. but for the most part, I feel like people say it because they feel like it's a compliment, yeah, right? They feel like they're um, which is like what you said. <clears throat> so, you get people that, yeah, ultimately, they think it's a compliment. Um, mm. what I wanted to ask you, um, because for a, a number of reasons when I really go into it, it's not a compliment in the slightest. That's why we're having this chat, right? Um, But can you talk to me a bit about kind of, um, when it has been said to you in the past and now, Mm. how you received it then versus now, Mm. if that has changed? Because I think a lot of girls are made to believe from a very young age, Mm. that it's good to be told they're not like other girls. Mm. And it's good to know that like, they're above all the rest of the women. And then suddenly we get to this age where we kind of go, hold on a second. You're not actually complimenting me. You're just digging other women out. Yeah. So can you let me know how, if it has changed, how you received it back in the day? Mm-hmm. I mean, your back in the day was only like two years ago as opposed <laughs> to my back in the day. But how you h- have received it in the past, yeah. how you receive it now. Um, it's funny that you also said that because that's what I was thinking you were going to ask. Because before, when I first started hearing it, like... If I'm really going back, it it would have been back when I started athletics, mm-hmm. and like when boys realised okay. I was faster than them. Yeah. Then it was like, oh, like you're different. Like I don't think the phrase necessarily like, oh, you're not like other girls was said, but you know, like variations but the focus of... came from exactly. the fact that you were a girl. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and so fast. from then, yeah, like from then, it was something that like made me feel good at the time especially when I was like year six year Mm -hmm. seven and I'm hearing like oh yeah but you're like you're fast you're this and you're competing as well so the thing is aside from the fact that society makes us Mm. women and men compete against each other and then Mm. women compete against each other men compete against each other all of that you literally were in a profession yeah your profession was to compete yeah. and then you're being told oh my gosh you're nothing like all the people in your category yeah. because I remember one race that you had to do and you got put in a group with the age group above you because you were too fast to run with the age group that you were in that's awesome right yeah. but it is also like so your whole profession is about competing but then it is also kind of like mm. so yeah where it was, was um <sighs> it was like it fed I think it fed into my ego a lot. Yeah like a lot a lot like it was more of a thing where i found myself having to force myself to act like i was humble even though i i knew in my head like that just wasn't the case when it came to sports at least When when it's yeah when it was sports related or academics related at least up until even gcses like that whole period it was just like I know i'm good i know yeah. i'm good but it's got nothing to do with me being better than other women i just am really fucking good. i'm just i'm just good like when when i f- went back to um year five here um when we were back in london um so sorry she didn't have to repeat the year she um <laughs> <laughs> my, brothers, my brothers and I are from London whereas my sister is actually from, she grew up outside of London but she has kind of spent her childhood being sometimes in London, sometimes in the countryside yeah. so she's a from a mixture of the two so yeah that's what she means. Um, when, when I came back to London to do year five for the, for the first time um, and only time <laughs> you're not helping me here, come on <laughs> oh my gosh okay, ooh okay <laughs> sorry I'm sorry, sorry, to sorry, people sorry. that you're studying law at uni can you yeah so when I did year five um we had an entry exam um and it was like an in like I say entry exam like you know when you kind of do a small test to see what set you get put in. Like a math and literacy sort of, yeah. So we must have done uh, an English one. And like, at the time, I knew I liked English. Like I'd heard people tell me I was good at writing and da, da, da. But like, it wasn't a thing where I knew this was your grade for you being clever. And we did it now. And I must have gotten the highest mark out of the class. But I had the highest mark, especially out of these two boys, these two twins. And at first it was like, they'd kind of been like, oh, like you got the highest mark out of the girls. And then they were like, oh, you got the highest mark in general over the class. Um, And when it was like, when the boys came up to me, they were very like salty almost. Yeah. Because it was like, oh, there's this new girl and <laughs> there's this new girl and not only is she, smart but she's a smarter girl than us yeah and like instantly for the rest of the two years there was always some sort of rivalry between me and Ben and the when it came to academics like there was to do with sports like certain sports because some sports i didn't know so i was yeah. now getting into them but i was just a good athlete as a kid anyway mm-hmm. but like when it came to academics and it was oh Blessing again, blessing again. It's like there, there was always some sort of hidden underlying resentment. Like that, the tension there. Yeah, was. like when other guys were better than them, it wasn't, it wasn't a, a mad a deal. But now that a girl was better than them at something, it was like, whoa. I mean, looking back on that, don't you feel sorry for them? That, like, oh, obviously, yeah. something either in their household or in society or what they've seen on TV, mm. something has made them feel like you shouldn't let a girl be better than better you. Better than you in anything. Like, this wasn't even sports. This was, this was writing and it was like Because that is not setting them up for going out into the world and accepting the world as it is, which is that anybody can Can be be better better than you. The same as you can, when you're at school, everyone who's your friend is your age, right? And you respect all the adults. This is, you've heard me say this before, but I say to like the, once the kids get to sort of year 10, year 11 and sixth form, I Tend to have a different rapport with them because I want Mm. them to start interacting with me as though they are a grown up. Yeah. Because in that moment, they still have to ask my permission to go to the bathroom. Yeah. But in about six months' time, they will have their summer job. Their Mm. best work buddy will be 43 years old. Yeah. And they're expected to interact with people like grown ups. Yeah. Right. So once you come out of school, it's not always going to be like this specific way. So something is setting those boys up essentially to fail and to always go out with this resentment about women Mm -hmm. but to always as well compare themselves Mm. to other women based on how successful they are and unfortunately sometimes boys like that end up being the kind of men in a workplace that make a workplace a horrendous place to be Yeah. because there's always that person that feels like they have to make sure that they put you in your place as a woman Mm. or as a black person Mm. or as the person with the accent there's always somebody and it's usually somebody who starts off very young is very innocent doesn't Mm. really know what's going on but feels like they have to be the best yeah um so yeah, it's 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 sad. Yeah. It's definitely sad because like if someone was better than me at something, I never really look at it like, oh, they're they're a girl that was better than me or they're a guy. I'm just looking like, oh, okay, they did better than me. Me too, I want to do better. I I also want to do, yeah. Exactly. And use them as like an inspiration to be like, okay, if I did this well, and I feel like I did as well as I could at the time, and they were able to do this, then that means maybe there's something better I can do. Also understanding my limitations. There's some stuff that I'm like, oh my gosh, fucking well done you, because I couldn't have done that. Mm. Simple. Or I couldn't be bothered to do that. And I know that I'm never going to be bothered. Mm. So I'm glad that you found something in you to do well. That's great. But there are some things where I'm like, oh, do you know what? That's going to motivate me. You've motivated me. I need to do better on this. I need to like put more effort into this thing. That's, yeah, something has kind of got into their thought process. um, And unfortunately, it's not great for them. But also, it means that what they project on other people, especially women, as they grow older, Mm. is not going to be great. Um, So, yes. Uh, I have another question for you, which is kind of based around, like, this, like the ideas that we've been talking about, and the boys growing up with this mindset and where the mindset maybe comes from. Yeah. That makes them think that. <clears throat> Do you think that women can be misogynistic? Oh, yeah. Oh, we have these debates. I say we, I'm not included in the debates because that's like yeah. But I like watching the debates on Twitter. Okay. Um, and sometimes. Women will say some very internalized misogynistic things. Mm-hmm. Like, or, that wasn't the correct sentence, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, very, you can see that it comes from a place of if I didn't see from your picture and your name that you're a woman, it I sounds really like think, it came from a, a, a man that doesn't like women. Yeah. Like, the things that they'll say, there was one, um, uh, what do you recall it? There was a tweet like a few weeks back now um from this woman and it was like, oh um, I think that if you sleep with a man, um it's it doesn't make sense for you to sleep um in your bonnet. I think you're basically being like a bit too comfortable with him sleeping in your bonnet. Like why aren't you basically making sure that your wig is laid well, and that stuff you look when, you're, when you're after sleeping. you just had sex with him. After you've just had sex, why are you sleeping in your bonnet? And everyone's looking at the like most girls were looking at the tweet and thinking, but you just had sex with the guy. Like Why is sleeping in your bonnet the line that you want to Yeah, why is that the line that you want to draw? And then someone else agreed with the first girl and was like, yeah, I just feel like at the beginning, like it doesn't really make sense to be like that comfortable with the guy. But But then you're comfortable enough to have sex with him. Once you've like, it didn't make any sense. I don't understand. Because firstly, have sex with whoever you want, whenever you want. Be comfortable in whatever levels you're comfortable with. But don't draw lines for other people where you kind of go, this thing that's super intimate is fine but then anything else that's not even that intimate but is about you wanting to preserve the healthiness of your hair yeah. so the next day you actually look decent when you're out in public with him but no you can't do that because that's not good That's it's, it's, like, it it's too comfortable it's sense. too like they were used I don't know if the word ghetto was used or something but it was it like probably was. it was too <laughs> It was basically it was too unprim and proper as a woman to be laying there next to a man in your bonnet in the beginning stages of whatever relationship you guys have and it was like guys were looking at the tweet and were like this is this doesn't make sense this isn't a problem girls were looking at the tweet and being like why i'm sleeping in my bonnet if i want to sleep in my bonnet i'm gonna sleep in my bonnet yeah but like a lot of people were looking at it and it was like so there are women out here that feel as though there should be this standard of even beauty within sleep like yeah. you, you, you used to see that back in the 1950s yeah where they the had to wake, wake up properly and they would lie like always they never got proper rollers. night sleep they had the rollers and everything was very perfect they have to wake up half an hour before the husband measure themselves every day you know make, make sure, sure that they've their hair is brushed their teeth, teeth. Yeah. like make sure they've even put on mascara and stuff so they can go and lie back down so that when they wake up they look and yeah. like Sleeping beauty yeah and look like they've never slept and the problem is they haven't slept it, like the, that doesn't make the sense. The issue with that is that a lot of women back then also then ended up with things like burnout. Except at the time, it wasn't called burnout. Yeah. they were just called like oh, they're having, they're being emotional. Yeah. or they were sent to have electroshock therapy. When actually, all they needed was a good night's sleep. Yeah, they just needed to relax, not literally make sure to they relax. look like a preserved doll at all times. Like I feel like that's also a standard that's been held for women that they always have to be prim and proper. That they always have to yeah. be like look like they're put together rather than just like they're human they're just out just being human. it doesn't always have to be this this like constant when people talk about beauty standards it's not necessarily just um like your features and things I think it's the expectation of how women look after themselves as well like there's this whole thing of grooming like women always have to be clean shaven which also that's another conversation that I want to have like in terms of oh, can I digress real quick you can so we were, this was another like topic that I was taught like I've seen talked about and it was someone mentioned how um women's no men's desire for women to always be one petite to always be clean shaven bold and to always be... What was the other one? What, well, things that represent, like, a child, Children. basically. Yeah. yeah. And it was, like, there's some sense of, in, like, underlying paedophilia that's going on there that... But the problem for me is, is, it is it how got, much of this has actually come from men themselves and, not and how women. much of it has not come from women as our own insecurities comparing yeah. ourselves to other women and from, like, these random... Because remember, the people like the media, for instance... Yeah control so much so some people have sat in a room and decided because remember beauty standards in terms of apparently what men want change all the time because at one point someone like a Marilyn Monroe was seen as a sex symbol yeah and so again now she would actually be seen as a sex symbol but maybe in the early noughties when the whole size zero weirdness started Um, happening she wouldn't have been seen as do you see what I mean so then it's like well is it actually men saying that or do men just like whoever it is that they like in that moment because we're all human and we just like what we like and it could be plus size, it could be super slim, it could be male, female, it could be whatever. So then it's like, do men actually, like most men, obviously there's always people that have like preferences that are slightly more questionable, but do most men actually only want women who are completely bald, clean shaven and are really, really tiny and have this and this and this? I think people, we look at like the ideal of something and everyone likes the ideal and aspires to be the ideal. A lot of the time though for themselves, not for anyone else. Mm but it's that question of like where has that idea come from that men that's the thing that i don't know i don't know any men who actually are like women have to be completely clean shaven and they have to be completely skinny with no stomach most men i know you know that little like lower belly pouch Super. and stuff they love it that's the thing like i've seen i know men that are very like okay does it matter if mm-hmm. you're clean shaven okay does it matter if you're not like with a flat stomach, I know a lot of men that are like that. But then I've also heard in like certain discussions that I've been in or certain okay. rooms that mm-hmm. guys are like, "Oh, what? but you can also tell that there's a sense of immaturity that comes with them. Like they Intuity. sound very like schoolboyish, and even they say if they're it like, it because like, they feel not... like the guys, their guys, the bros they're want to hear that, that. Yeah. so they say it because they're all saying it. It's weird because I do find that sometimes guys get in a group say certain things that are absolute bullshit in my mind. Yeah. But then they go home and their girlfriend is none of those things that they're like, oh, and the girl that they like is actually none of those Mm -hmm. things. So then it's like, guys, why are you trying to impress other guys? Like, guys have this thing where they're so badly want to impress other guys and claim it's because they're manly and they want to make sure that, like, he doesn't, you know, he doesn't, he shouldn't think I'm a bitch and I don't want him to think that. And it's like, Girl, but do you like men? Like, I, I am trying to impress, oh my why, gosh. Are you, why are you focusing on trying yeah. to impress the guy? And why have you been taught, why has society taught men that they need to impress Their other friends. men why when that? they apparently are these, like, straight, masculine, alpha males. If you're an alpha male, then shouldn't you be trying to impress your woman and showing her that, like, you can protect her but you're also smart and you don't just jump into fights for no reason and stuff? Like, you know, if you're out with a guy and, like, two guys start arguing, the guy feels like he has to jump in, you're going, please leave it, just leave it. I am the person with you and I'm saying leave it. Mm. But apparently, to impress me, you claim, you and to show me that you're not, you know, gonna protect me you decide to do the thing that i specifically said to don't you please do. don't do that i don't like that that kind of behavior is not attractive to me it's <clears throat> i literally said i tweeted this like a while ago now and this was like a whole different conversation but it kind of led into what you just said right mm-hmm. and i said men that secretly record girls whilst having sex are very weird to me that's very weird because i've 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 known of people that have done it. I've seen, I've heard all of these types of things. And then I said, okay, so why are you being so sneaky when you could just ask and then just to send ask. to your boys? Yeah. For what? And then I was like, also, why are you actually sending it to your GC? Like you're knee deep. What's in the, the GC? As so in, sorry. GC is group chat. Okay. So like your group chats with your friends, um, they'll be on Snapchat, they'll be on Instagram. Okay, be on fine. So they'll send them to their GCs. I've, I've known boys that like, send these stuff, GCs. You're knee deep in vagina, and you're and thinking you about your, your boys. Yeah, but you want your the whole time you're thinking about you're thinking your about and your your, think. your your friends, your male friends, which is fine. Oh, but that's absolutely fine. Also, but not if you're the persona that you're putting across is that I'm different. this alpha male who should be like liked and respected by women, but I have no respect why? for myself, let At alone all. women. It lit- It literally makes no sense that. Because girls don't do that. Girls aren't, like, no. you don't see girls being like, okay, I want to record so I can send it to my other to my girls. Like, That's that weird. That doesn't make sense. But, but there are so many guys. They tend to just be like, oh, send me a dick pic quick so I can show my friends. they are so, very, very open with it. so and many guys. And it doesn't guys. have to be sneaky. It's literally, oh, I'm going to show my friends. Is that okay? Um, Okay. And usually guys are either like, um, no, or they're like, uh, okay, weirdos. It, it literally doesn't have to be anything more like at least people i know a lot of people my age do it i like, find that very they send it to their like and do they not understand that, that that's friends. actually such it's a felony as well to do that oh 100 that's disgusting 100%. and i cannot wait for all of them to get caught because honestly at that age at you guys age at the age of 20 you 100 percent know better Oh yeah. No one can say it's down to age and not knowing. Because at that point, there is a slight maliciousness behind it. There is mm-hmm. something insidious about being like, yeah, I'm going to get her to feel comfortable. And then I'm actually going to completely betray that and record that mm-hmm. without her knowledge. Mm-hmm. And then spread that around. Mm-hmm. That is absolutely disgusting. It's weird. It's just, it's very, very strange behavior that that is a thought process. Yeah, Especially when you're in a situation like that 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 is what you're thinking and then they're all thinking giving. is oh let me make sure i record this for like my boys pardon why it's okay it's okay if you're gay but like also but just be gay just if that's the case gay. and also if you're not gay then don't be gay <laughs> either be gay or don't be gay but don't like not be gay by being but, like gay but also weirdly i don't know any gay men that do that no don't do Okay, Who are men sending are their that. friends. And what I work gay at Disney World and all sorts, so I have one. a lot of gay friends. I don't know any gay men that do that weird stuff where they like secretly record, record each in other. Because any... actually, guess what? They respect each other and they have respect for their friends. And yeah, so it's like don't do stuff that is like kind of in quote gay but not even gay because no gay person it's does a, that. There's a word for um for it. I think it's homoerotic. Like, and you see it a lot in these cis straight men. Um, cis straight black men especially as well what where they like apparently hate gayness so much but they're actually doing weird like little things and they like also there's a sense to them that they like that exploring in that little homosexual behavior but they don't ever want to admit to it don't ever kind of want to put themselves in that situation where they they would even be considered part of that community whatsoever they they but it's it's so internalized. Like there's this guy called um Boosie, I think his name is. Like he's the famous American person, yeah. Yeah, I think I've but heard he of him. He really like he really hates gay people. Really. Oh, there's man. a severe he said something, yeah, about Lil Nas X, right and he was, was like oh um what did he say he was like oh you can't be showing yourself like this you're turning our young people gay our young men gay and everyone looked at him oh, and said turning gay how do you turn someone gay Bro, if someone know, is making you gay and you successfully turn then we have something gay. to tell you we need to tell you something i'm so because sorry. you know i love historical fiction i've read so many war novels mm. but i'm yet to invade poland I don't, I can't get my head around this idea that someone <laughs> is making us gay you, or, or spreading how? the gay agenda. I would love to know what the what agenda is, is. Please, to all my gay people listening, I would love to know what your agenda Genuinely. is, please. Um, so if you know. could also jump over onto the Instagram um And let me know what the agenda is because I'm still struggling to understand. And how do you spread it? How How do you spread spread the agenda? And also, how do I help you spread the agenda? Let's spread it. Let's spread spread it. it, Okay. Let's spread it. it. We're coming to the end of part one, um, but tune back in for part two and we will see you guys shortly. Thank you. Hi, guys. We're back. Thank you for tuning back in for part two of our chat. You're not like other girls. we left the uh, the last one on um, on the gay agenda. So as you notice, we tend to go off piece quite a bit. <laughs> um, but like we said at the end of that, can um, any gay people please let us know what exactly the agenda is, yep. how you're spreading it, um, and let us know what we can do to help. Uh, so coming back to our topic, mm-hmm. um, so this thing that people say you're not like other girls, right? Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts specifically on when women say that they are different to other girls because i ask this right because mm-hmm. when you actually think about it in depth i'm like why wouldn't you want to be like other women mm-hmm. we are actually awesome mm-hmm. okay um we are also not just one thing women are hugely multifaceted mm-hmm. so to me it comes off as negative it comes off as like I suppose this internalised misogynism misogyny. misogyny oh my goodness gracious yeah, <laughs> this internalised misogyny you're right. <laughs> in talking about that you saw on Twitter yeah. in part one um, it's like why when people kind of go well actually I'm not like other girls because I've never heard anyone say it like oh I'm not like other girls it's whenever I've heard it it's been I'm not like other girls I'm different to that in a better way yeah What are your kind of thoughts about that and about women saying it? And I suppose, do you think that, because, yeah, I don't know. I want to let you kind of answer it without me leading the question. But in terms of kind of um, stereotypes that go around Mm -hmm. about women, in terms of misogyny, in terms of like negative thought processes and the way women are treated, do you think that that can affect it with women saying it? A hundred percent. I think. Um, i think there's like two kind of different ways to look at it a lot of the women that end up saying it like you're saying do say it in a in a derogatory way to kind of big their own themselves up. up yeah in terms of like okay well it's like this pick me attitude again like well you should pick me because i'm i'm different to the rest I'm, yeah i'm better I'm, yeah i i don't do this or I'm not crazy, like yeah. Oh, but I'm I'm so chill, like that type of thing. That also doesn't that that kind of like that suggests that need most, to be like most women aren't. Yeah, chill. when that's and if not you the have case, to say it, then you're probably the least chill out of all of us. Exactly. But um, I also do think because I have, I think I've caught myself saying it before, but less in terms of like oh. Other women are like, I am better than other women, but more so because growing up, I've felt a little bit different in terms of girls. You see what girls are usually into. Girls are into, ah, oh, like, I don't even know how to explain it. Let me think. See, I think you're about to say something, and as you went to say, it, you realise that that might not even be the case no. because you're thinking about yourself as a girl. Yeah. Um, and most of the girls that you've maybe become friends with, and kind of gone, oh, actually, what girls, what you probably want to say, without wanting to put words in your mouth, is what girls are supposed to be into, or what girls yeah. are told that they're into, because you've gone to say it, and then you're like, mm, but can I actually say that? Yeah. And feel right because it's most not true. Girls exactly. But even as a woman yourself, you've been made to feel like, but girls are into pink. And girls are into, now, if we look at you and Ashley, so Ashley's our brother, guys. Her favourite colour is blue and his favourite colour is pink. And pink actually looks really good on him as well. Like, he literally, like, duvets, hoodies, um, dressing gowns, bright fuchsia pink, everything. And it's like, why... I don't understand how pink is seen as, like, a feminine... It's the colour. It's just the colour. The social... The gender socialisation that has gone on in society, like, at least in... I'm going to say in Western society, because that's where it actually, like, resides the most... Um, it's so meticulous. Like, it's gone down to even colours that we associate with things. And then we go, go, oh, should we paint the nursery blue or white or blue? Or should we do it gender neutral? And then apparently gender neutral colours are things like, um, you know, greens and uh, yellows, purples, grey tones. Um, Now, green, how on earth is green gender neutral? That's the thing. Anything that isn't blue, boy, pink, girl, everything else is kind of in this grey area that we've put down, and it's like, But who all the colours, green. Okay, green's my favourite colour, so I'll yeah. use it on anything. But green is not a motherfucking gender neutral colour for a child's nursery. It's Ugh. not a colour for a child's nursery, full stop. It's, it's, green. it's green. It's green! I love it. It's not a colour for a child's nursery. So where does that become I a gender neutral? I don't know where those things came from. I'd I'd really like to find out where, like, it came from, but you see it in every, like gender socialisation specifically, you see it in everything which is why when I was now coming to um, understand more about like non-binaryism I think is how you say it Yeah, I don't know if it's you put at the end, but just people who are non-binary yeah. um, it made more and more sense, mm-hmm. like that some people aren't comfortable in fitting in into the conformity the that but we've that's... all just accepted the thing is we i think that everybody almost everybody has met somebody who is non-binary oh yeah okay 100%, 100%. except up until recently we didn't have the term for it so yeah. then when we were describing the person we'd be like oh he's a guy but he's kind of like a bit like not really like masculine he's and then someone would go sometimes. oh is he feminine you're like well no no he's not feminine he's just not really like masculine is he gay no he's not gay he's just like he's just like himself he's just like a person yeah. you know we just kind of kind of try and, we try to explain to somebody else that the person is just them. Yeah. There's no way to describe them. They are just as they are. Yeah. And now we have this term non-binary, and yeah. suddenly you're like, well, I suppose for people like us, some people are like, what's non-binary? And it's like, oh, it's very obvious because for me now, I'm like, oh, you're I have the word for it now. You're not I've definitely it. met, yeah, yeah, I've, I've, I, I know non-binary people. Yeah. We have the term for it now, yeah. and they have a term that means that they can actively exist in society and don't mm-hmm. have to go, oh, I. Um, male, because well, no, you have you're born in a male body and you have male parts, but like that's that's not completely how you different to like yeah, that's not how your brain works. Like how you we go could about have a things. whole other conversation about this because yeah. what I don't understand is when people get so angry about it. So it's, many people get getting, angry about but why, it. But why? why are you mad? It's not that deep. It's Why really are you angry? Not? I'm confused. Like why? Just why are you annoyed? Because yeah. it's not doing anything to anyone it's not doing anything to you mm-hmm. it's not doing anything to them it's not even like they're self-harming no it's nothing like they just finally have gotten a word that describes their identity themselves for themselves and because they're doing that openly i think sometimes as human beings we have this weird i think it comes from an internalized jealousy more than anything mm. where people start living in themselves and in their truth oh, And we go how dare you. you do that how dare you You stepped out of the line of like the factory line of what everyone's been kind of put into in life. Like from the moment you're born, okay. If you're a girl, you're into these things, okay, then you grow up, you you do this, you do this, you do this. Like, and because they decided, you know what? Not for me. Just not for me. And they just stepped they just stepped even next to the line. They didn't fuck off out of the line, they actually just stepped next to they're still going towards like the end and of the queue they're just in a different and everyone's no. just like whoa people what? get really angry I think also because of the confidence it takes to be able to be like open yeah. about that Especially open about this your kind of pronouns yeah. open about your identity whatever it is there's a jealousy and it's like whoa like you can actually do that yeah. without maybe not even necessarily without the fear of what people would say or what people would think but you still you still done that. it, yeah, yeah. And you you still still shine as well. I think they hate when people do it and they absolutely shine and they live in that light because they are actually themselves, right? Because once you start to be yourself, you do shine, you absolutely shine. And I think people get jealous because you have some people that love to see somebody's light and they love to be around it like if you see someone shining you know you're like i want to be in that i want to absorb everything that you're like giving out right now because mm-hmm. you are absolutely thriving and then some people that are like how dare you thrive your thriving means that i'm thriving less yeah and it's like no somebody's like doing you well has got nothing there so you can both do well right exactly um we've gone exactly. a slightly off piece again but yeah it was just that kind of idea of when women say I'm not like other girls. I'm not like other women, and it's like, what on earth has made you? What in society has made you feel like you have to? Because I get there's there's certain ways that you can say that, and it's not anything against other women. Because mm. I've had times when I felt like, oh gosh, I'm not like other girls because like I grew up, I went to an all girls school that was like mainly white. Yeah. Um, and before that, my primary school, I think that me. Like, me and Patrick and Ashley, and then yeah. um, I think there was one other mixed-race family. This is in the whole primary school. Yeah. Because, obviously, our primary school was in Whitton-Twickenham. So, it's a, quite a sort of posh... Especially back then, it was quite a posh area. Um, it's literally sort of 10 minutes outside of Richmond. So, it's bang between, like, Richmond and Hampton and Kingston sort of thing, if anybody mm. knows sort of greater West London. um, It's quite a posh area. And we were the only, like, black family. And then mm. I was actually talking about this with somebody else where, like everyone would be like playing kiss chase in the playground and you know, and you're kind of like, Oh my God, every time someone mm, yeah. went, let's play kiss chase somewhere inside me, even at nine years old when, Oh God. And died. You just, yeah. And not because, and I get like, you can have conversations where people go, yeah, but maybe they just didn't think you were cute, which is fair enough. Yeah. No offense to anyone. I've seen pictures of myself and the rest of the class, even looking back as a grown-up. Cute. I was definitely cute. cute. I was such a cute little kid. Not that like kids should really be fussed about kissing each other at that age, but when you're playing kiss chase, you're like, oh, but then sometimes they d- d- decide that I was like the chaser. Now, back Everyone's in the, end of the day, like we would remember, we all of we've all run. Even from mum, she used mm. to run like ath- We've all done like athletics, mm. all very fast. I used to actually have to dull my like that speed and, speed and yep. pretend I wasn't that fast because I didn't want to get too close to anyone because when I did, people had said things like, "Oh, don't let the monkey They're catch scary. you!" Oh, don't let the black bastard get you! Why are you laughing? <laughs> <laughs> not funny i'm telling you about traumatic experiences <laughs> oh no it's the blackie it's the blackie like they would literally say that bearing in mind oh. these kids didn't act- actively hate me they yeah. were my friends they invited yeah. me to their parties they came to my parties they when we had to pick partners for things and like pe and stuff i was never the last person picked when yeah. somebody had to pick a partner to do like a project with i was never the last person picked it's weird because i've never been loud as you know i've actually been i'm I'm a massive loner. Everyone who knows me knows that. But for some reason, I also have people that I really get on with and people Mm. who, I think I'm just like a weird neutral kind of go between Mm. because like I was friends with like the really quiet kids at school, but I was also friends with the bullies. So the bullies wouldn't bully me, but they also knew that they couldn't bully the other people because I'd be like, what are you doing? Mm. Like, I'm not even going to have a go at you, but I'm literally going to be like, dude, what are you doing? Like you look like an idiot. Leave them alone. Um, so I've always been this weird go between. So they were nice to me. They yeah. didn't not like me. They liked me enough to pick me and stuff. Yeah. But they also were like knew that when it got to that point, something outside of school had taught them that, oh, but don't actually let that black kid like touch, touch you or don't like, get yeah, in a relationship with them. Don't close. kiss them. Right. So that is where my kind of I'm not like other girls thought process came yeah. from, because in my head, the other girls were always white they were completely different other girls they weren't just like other girls they were white girls whose hair fell down didn't Mm -hmm. grow like up towards the sky now i love the fact that my hair defies gravity it's Mm -hmm. fucking magic but growing up when you're the only one whose hair does that Mm. i wasn't like other girls you see what i mean so it was more of like a negative for me yeah but when i've heard other people say it, it has been like oh well i'm not like other girls as in i'm better than that yeah and like if i hear like a guy Honestly, this makes my hackles go up when guys say, if I'm like getting to know a guy, we've been talking a few times, we've gone on a few dates. Um, I have this thing, if somebody has to get off the phone, they have to get off the phone. I have no desire to try and keep you on the phone to me. Yeah. Okay. If you're busy, or even if you <laughs> just want fine. to get off the call, that's fine. Bye. Because I only want you to speak to me whenever you want to speak to me and yeah. when I'm free to speak. Yeah. Also, I can give you a certain amount of time. And like I said, I'm a loner. At some point, I want to just be by myself. Yeah. Like, just by myself with the dog like I don't need to speak to you but I always get a little bit cautious when guys say things to me like when they go oh like third night in a row and they've been like oh sorry I'm gonna have to end the call because I need to do this and I just go okay cool great like have a good night like speak to you tomorrow let me know when you're up and whatever have a good day and then they go oh my gosh like I'm so surprised that like, you're so chill like you're not like other women like you're just so, you have such a chill attitude it makes me cautious of them mm-hmm. because it makes me think like so many things go through my head when guys say that that kind of thing and again they're trying to compliment me but it's that thing of like telling me that I seem so chill makes me wonder how far you have been willing to push somebody else's buttons in the past to then decide that they they are in quote crazy and Mm -hmm. not chill because it's such a strange thing to say to me oh you're so chill and I'm like yeah cool go that's just because I I'm okay with you getting the fuck off the phone. It's not that deep. <laughs>
1: the same way, <laughs>
0: if I really do want to speak to you, be it if you're my boyfriend, my friend, my sister, anyone, yeah. if I actually do really want to go on the phone to you, I'd be like, oh, okay, oh, I did really want to speak, or, oh, can you just stay for a little bit longer? Or I might be like, oh, okay, well, oh. you know, yeah. and I'll let the person know, like, oh, you know, you have to go, but, like, I'm enjoying speaking to you, so I'm just yeah. feeling gutted that you have to go. I'll still let you know and I should be able to say that without you preempting and putting in the back of my mind, oh, I really enjoy this side of you that sticks in line and when I say I have to go you just get off the phone. Cuz now what happens going forward when I do want to stay on the phone to you? I saw some I saw this TikTok like 2 days ago and it was this guy and he was saying, "Oh, um this was towards men but like I saw, I realised that it wasn't just a men thing. And he was like, oh, have you ever had your girlfriend um, call you, it was like basically be cautious of your girlfriend calling you pet names. So I saw the title and I was like, what does that even mean? But I, I just what, wanted like to watch the video. Yeah, but like the guy had used the word pookie yeah, here as okay. the name. And then he was like, be cautious of it because sometimes when you now, for an instant, you don't act in a way that she doesn't want you to act, then she'll be like, oh, you're not acting like my thing. Oh, yeah. So then, as, and it will happen, like, very subtly. So then you have this thing in your mind that goes off like, oh, okay, so when I do that, even for, like, for a second or I have a little bit of a different attitude today, I'm not acting like... Like they're someone, yeah. yeah. But that's not really about pet names. That's got. I don't, think I don't know if it was. Names. I don't I think it's think more. The, I didn't take it as just the pet name thing, but like I saw it as though. But like, it is a control thing, yeah. And that, that is obviously goes either ways, that. like men, women, mm. like same sex relationships. i just different sex relationships. i I've seen um, people do that with at least parent- the ones that children I've relationships. Yeah, the ones that I've seen are different. Like I've seen ones, especially with men saying it to women but not necessarily with the pet name thing but like oh like you're not acting the way that you do or yeah. with me usually or da, da, da. and then because I know parents do it a lot as well and it's, it's just basic for me obviously I can't speak on anybody else's intentions but for me it is about control when people say that yeah and they're like you're not and it's not in a way that's like because obviously there's different ways people can say stuff right mm-hmm. so sometimes say your friends like your friend has called you and you're like they're like oh what's going on like you don't seem yourself yeah that's different and there's like a something in there that is out of genuine concern yeah. where they're like you're, you don't seem like my usual like like my friends call me like poops mm-hmm. and if they're like oh you don't seem like your usual poops and stuff I know that that's coming from a place of like dude like yeah. talk to me not yeah. like go back and act the way I want you to but talk to me what's mm-hmm. going on but then you also have the side where people kind of um yeah it becomes about control it's this um it's this thing of like self-regulation because once they put those seeds in your mind unconsciously they start to un- subconsciously sorry they start to grow and you they don't have to work as hard to control you because now you're regulating yeah, you're, you're and controlling starting to yourself control yourself yeah you're starting to act a way that once they've been like oh you're not acting like this or oh i mean you know usually you're like this on on this day then in your mind you're like okay well let me let me go back and and, and, have right, yeah, are, and then, then get the day praise day. and the re- uh, response from the person, from that that I want. person that i like or so that then I, that in itself about. is a form of you're not like other girls but then not just about girls just in general yeah for anyone it becomes a you're not like the other version of you that i mm-hmm. feel like i can control and that i mm-hmm. want to be seen with and i want to be with and and i want to see like more of of that yeah and that's not that's just odd very To be honest um it's unrealistic as well that, that everyone will always be your like your 10 out of 10 forever well that's i'm glad that you said that because that brings us back to the topic mm. it's unrealistic mm. like that, you're not like other girls is a very strange thing and it is very unrealistic because firstly <clears throat> to say to me that i'm not like other women do you know all the other women do you do you really do you know do you all the other women did they actually talk to you as well compare me to them like do you know all the other women firstly um and then the women that you do know or know of are they women that you've actually interacted with or stories that you've heard told past between people mm-hmm. and you haven't been bothered to actually say to yourself well actually this is all hearsay so until i see that for myself yeah I'm just going to see them as another person. This is why, as you know, like remember growing up when like people would be like, "Oh my god, this has happened with this person's marriage." What did I always used to say? I was like, "I don't care. It's nothing yeah. to do with me." So Always, it's none of my business. When like Brad and Angelina broke up, and people were like, "Oh my god, how they broke up?" and I was like, "Guys, regardless of how the relationship started, and if they cheated and whichever, yeah. this is a marriage that has broken up. This is a marriage children. that has like six, seven, however many children mm-hmm. in it." and this is this is a family is breaking down mm-hmm. again this isn't something to be celebrated or talked about i don't like it so yeah for me it's unrealistic you're not like other women you don't know all the other women to yeah. know that i'm not like them um and then am i might not like all the other women just in this culture on the planet in my age range of my cult color and race of the place that i work in in my particular field of like what yeah. like which other women am i not like right yeah. that is apparently that apparently i'm better than them secondly I think women are so awesome. Like, I literally... Mm. Girl power for me is such a huge thing. So, I want to be like other women. Yeah. Obviously, I still want to be myself. But I want to be like other women. In terms of, like, you know, sometimes you go on Twitter... And you see, like, a guy will suddenly be get like, he'll get himself really angry because something has happened to a woman and other women are rallying behind her and just asking, oh, hey, are you okay? in her comments yeah. or being like, I'm really sorry this happened to you. Or, hey, you look really nice today. And, like, they get really angry that women who don't know each other aren't bitching instead nice of being other. nice to each other. And it yeah. really winds them 100%. up. And it's like, all of these issues that you guys apparently have with women are your own. That you claim that women have, mm-hmm. they're all things that you've made up or things that you've decided. We can only interact with each other in a certain way. We can only like like each other to a certain point. I saw um this like this um comment and it was saying how black men are to black women what white people are to black people sometimes in terms of oh, the way yeah. that like even what you're explaining like. And it's not just to it's not um, just in terms of black men, but specifically the like the examples that I've seen um, in like with men not wanting, like or not even just not wanting, but being like irked when they see black women. Doing well and be okay with each other, supporting each other. Like if you see like um, a black woman, like a dark skinned black woman, who compliments a light skinned black woman, nothing to her skin, but she thinks that she's gorgeous, right? And she says, "Oh my god, your skin tone is beautiful. Your skin's so clear, or your hair looks great, or um, your lips look amazing." And then you'll get like a guy, and he's usually a dark skinned black guy Mm -hmm. himself, who then turns to the black woman and goes, "Yeah, you wish you were her, don't you?" And it's like, what a strange thing to say. Like you're darker than me. I'm just, I just like what she has done to her lips. I just think she's stunning. Yeah. I don't wish to be her. And I know I don't need her skin tone because her skin tone would look weird on my features. Yeah. I'm okay with me, but it's a problem for you. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't be a problem for you. Why and obviously again this goes without saying, but I feel like sometimes you have to reiterate. This isn't all black men. Oh, sometimes there is a culture. Like I watched an episode of Blackish, and Bo actually said this to Andre, her husband, where she was trying to explain something to him, and he basically it was I think it was to do with feminism, but he kept kind of cutting her down and not really listening. And then he went to work and he was treated in the exact same way. And then he realized he was like, oh my gosh, I am like you said. He was like, I am to you like we black women, black men sometimes are to our black women what white people are mm-hmm. to us black men. Yeah. And it's almost like, okay, well, the world's treating me like this, and now I'm going and to go and, like, and treat put it on the people purpose. that will... Because you see it in so many um, pieces of literature and stuff that black women are the most unprotected, most disrespected... They're the punching on the... Of society. They're the punching bags Quite of society. society. But people love to take everything from us, culture... Mm-hmm. With we the blueprint, food, but the blueprint. We well, we are we are literally. Beautiful. I know people say with the blueprint socially, but we are literally the blueprint because we're the only people that carry the Eve gene. Yeah. Meaning, I could literally give birth to any race of child on yeah. this planet, but I'm seen as apparently less. And mm-hmm. like most medical um, marvels that happen now are because you people used to experiment, experiment on, on, on black women yeah. back in the day without pain anesthesia. Nothing. Because nothing. So it's like, it's that weird toss up of like, where is this come from? And how do you stop that? Like, how do we stop it? Especially because it has to start from like, obviously within our um, society. We can't, if like our own black men, again, not all of them, but if they go out and like, for instance, I know people who date all sorts of races, like Mm -hmm. literally everybody that I know is in every kind of different mixed race relationship has always been, everything's fine. That's just how we all are. But you know that sometimes you go online and you see a black man who's married to a white woman. Okay, that's absolutely fine. Um but then he talks about being married to a white woman and why he likes white women in comparison to black women. Oh, yeah, they can't ever say that someone says... Just be happy in your relationship. Your preference is your preference, but your preference shouldn't come at the expense of hating black women. And that's why you must like white women more, because we are this and this and this and this and this. Your preference isn't a preference if you can't explain your preference without bringing every other race don't like about yeah yeah this woman was explaining in a video and she was like if you're into white women tell me that's fine you're into white women that's what i I asked she was on a date with this guy and he was basically saying like oh like you don't need dated white women she's like oh okay that's cool like
1: why why do you like white
0: women um like as your preference he couldn't explain himself without being like, oh, well, black women are. And she said, no, oh, no, 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 yeah. No, but I asked you, why do you like why, white women? Yeah, not why do you hate black women? And he was like, okay, yeah, well, I'm answering, but like, you know, you know how black women are like, and she said, no, sir, you're doing it again. Like, I asked you why you're why, into white yeah. women and you can't talk about white women without derogating. D- 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 yeah, derogatizing or whatever the word yeah. is black, black women. women you can't do it without insulting them yeah. so that isn't that's no longer a preference yeah that is some sort of internalized racism internalized whatever yeah. it is and hatred that you have that you have and probably some hate and mum issues that you have with your 100 um and so you decided that that's all black, black women, women. are oh, mad <laughs> because like most of you guys have like sisters and a mum and stuff that you also wouldn't like someone to treat that way Mm-hmm. And when you ask them about the actual black women in their lives, their sisters, their cousins, they don't think that way about no, any of those queens. women. So it's like, yeah. So it's like, my what? sisters, like, but everyone else again. Okay. It's just for me, that's a confusion because honestly, if your preference is like, if you literally say to me, I just find myself more attracted to white women, you just find it's yourself like, more, attractive more attracted. Because women. Women. like people say to me, why are all your exes white? Why do you only like white boys? And I'm like, I don't only like white boys. Honestly, I like whatever I like. They just end up Okay, I like whatever I like. They can be short ginger. Honestly, if they're ginger, then I'm real happy <laughs> to be honest. Um, they can be whatever. Okay, yeah. um, I'm a big fan of a Korean as well. Like After Rick Yoon. Everyone but um, Everyone should watch Squid Game. What? It's a K drama that i just binged oh god tonight. don't listen to what she just said i just said, binged but, i've never yeah, watched k-dramas today but, but like i like whatever great. i like however what tends to have approached me in the past has only been white boys yeah so people say things like oh my god why would you only date black uh, white boys and it's like no only white boys actually will date me so because yeah. black men um have typically been told me that apparently i'm intimidating when everyone who knows me knows i'm goofy as fuck yeah. and um I barely talk around people because I get weird and nervous but apparently I'm intimidating because I'm tall and black so apparently I think I'm all that that's the thing when people oh, say gosh. to me oh yeah but you think you're too nice in it that's what black people tell me a lot especially men but you think you're too nice in it and I've realized like no you think, you think I'm, I'm too nice, too nice. you there's think there's something it. that you've seen you've looked at me there's something that you think that maybe I'm too nice or too good for you or I carry myself in a way that intimidates you because you know that you have to raise your mm-hmm. fucking standards to be able to approach me. Mm-hmm. And so the only way that you can do it is to say some dumb shit like you think you're too nice. Just to it, whittle you down. To try and whittle me bit. down. And then they can Instead approach. of just being like, actually I really want to say hi, like I think that you're awesome, but it's just so, so sourceless. Like it's so sourceless. Like that, like just the way that sometimes men will approach you, like they always try and make you feel as though, like, ah, oh, you you have a lot of guys on your phone, don't you? Or you're talking yeah, to a lot of people. Yeah, weird stuff like that. Like, like, what? No, I don't. But also, the moment you said that, me. I don't want to know I anymore. Don't, I don't want to I don't wanna talk to Thank you. Thank you for letting me know exactly the course that this relationship would go on if I gave it any energy. No, I don't want to talk to you. Because um, it doesn't matter if I do or don't have loads of guys on my phone. And also, so half insecure. of them are my brothers. But cool. Like, it's so very insecure, insecure. And it's just... It makes me very aware of what things will be like if yep. I give it some
1: any energy. Sometime.
0: Yep. Anyway, um, we are running out of time. In conclusion, I have got <laughs> to the point where um, these are the notes I have here. So, mm-hmm. telling us that we're not like other women, it's not a compliment. Nope. Dragging other women to compliment us is not cool. Nope. Showing that you respect women
1: Good. is attractive.
0: Ding okay? ding ding. Um. So it's literally just like that. It's There's nothing good about being told that you're not like other women or telling women that they aren't like other women in a way to uplift them. Yeah. Because if you want to uplift one woman, you must actually uplift us all. All of them. All women, including trans women. You must uplift all, all of them. Trans women, black women, white women, Asian women, old women, young women. You must uplift us all. Thank you. Bye. Thank you all for listening to today's episode. To comment, ask questions or take part in a chat, please head over to my Insta at turningpages87 and I'll be speaking to all again very shortly. Black Lives Matter, free Palestine. Keep being awesome.